Welcome to the Low Entropy Podcast. Today our host Shiraz talks with the founding director of the Low Entropy Foundation, Vanessa Wadeski, who shares her journey from starting a support group to leading a team of international volunteers who serve humanity through its various services. They discuss the value of volunteering, some of the challenges, and hopes for the future growth of this organization. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Low Entropy Foundation inaugural podcast. And here today, we have Vanessa Wadeski. Hi, Vanessa. Hello, Shiraz. Yes, I'm your host, Shiraz Khan. My friends call me Vino, if you like. You'll get that joke later if uh, you know a little Italian or Spanish. Um, So, Vanessa, how's your day today? It's going great. Yeah. My last meeting of the day. So, yeah, it's been a good day. It's good. Good to hear. Good to hear. So, yeah, Low Entropy Foundation kind of started somewhere very interesting. <laughs> Where did it start? I started at uh, Rocky Point in Port Moody. That was our very first Conscious Connections gathering with about t- uh, 10 of us all came together to discuss meaningful topics in life and uh, share from the heart. So that was your first meeting, right? That was our very first meeting. Yeah, it was July, I want to say 2015. July 2015. Wow. So yeah, it, it was a war, it was a while working to get us to this point now. But even going further back, how did the so because you know if everybody goes to the Low Entry Foundation uh, website page, they explore a little, they get to learn a little. How did it, how did the idea just develop? Where did it develop? Um, well, through Conscious Connections, right? So Conscious Connections was the starting point. Mm. And how did Conscious Connections start? Um, I had just left my marriage and my business with my, my previous husband and, um, I was looking for something else, something that was meaningful, something that, you know, I was trying to find my passion or my purpose in life. And I felt really lost at the time. And so I thought, you know, there's got to be other people who are also on this, this, this journey who are like seeking for something more in life. And um, with that thought, we started Conscious Connections to, to really open up the, the conversation for everybody to have an opportunity to share, um, you know, their their big questions in life. Why am I here? What's my purpose? So it, it's funny how a lot of those, and the words you're using, conscious connections as well, those connections to other human beings start with being down in the dumps when life is uh, putting you through that. So it came from that point, right? I mean, I don't know if I I felt super down, but it was more uh, like trying to find, I guess, direction, and also wanting to wanting to contribute and do something positive. Right? It started with my myself and a friend, um, Ahmed, me and Ahmed, and we were uh, both spiritual people at the time. We thought. I don't know what spiritual is, but, you know, we, we were both really into Eckhart Tolle and 
we're looking into A Course in Miracles, Bruce Lipton, and um, yeah, just a lot of different spiritual teachers. And we thought it would be neat to have a space where we could um, have people explore different spiritual modalities and then also have something practical where they could, you know, do some exercises, maybe do some diets, connect with each other and walk away with uh, an experience that was meaningful. And that's, that's how, how that's what, that was the premise of it. But uh, it just kind of morphed into what it is now, which is more open dialogue and sharing from the heart. Yeah. So I've been there myself. I've been there myself. So if I can sort of dig deeper, is it like you were at a point of like, uh, what's this all about purpose? Like, what am I here for? All that kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, my, pretty much my whole life, I've kind of been like, what's this all about? What's the, why are, why are we all here? Why are any of us here? And I've like, searched most of my life trying to find those answers, you know, that led me to philosophy, um, studying that, and then just lots of different meditation, spirituality, and even religion. Um, but science is actually what, what provided the framework that helped me get a good grip on on why I'm here. Yeah, I think if the science inclines, uh, take the hint from the the name of the foundation. Um, <laughs> like that, that hit me right away mm-hmm. when I when I heard the name low entropy when I saw it. I, I sort of smirked right away. And then uh, uh, it was like, a, for me, a wordplay kind of deal. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'm getting what's going on here. So when you were at that point, discovery, looking for stuff, and you keep saying we, so you talked about Ahmed, but you said that the first meeting was like 10 people. Yeah. So who, who was there? Who was there? Are they still here? Uh, what, what's, what was that all about? What was that like? Um, it was beautiful. It was a warm summer evening and it was uh, right near the water. Um, the people that were there, I remember Jolanda was there. Um, she eventually became a board member of Low Entropy when it turned into Low Entropy. Back then it was just you know, conscious connections with this group. Um, Ahmed, there were a couple other people that, you know, I had known like, from my previous work, uh, Jason and his wife elizabeth and then the other people were people that came there because they found it on meetup and uh wanted to learn more about yeah yeah the pandemic killed that eh meetup was like uh working everywhere for everybody and then the pandemic sort of locked that down and i actually haven't heard anyone say meetup in over a year year and a half oh yeah 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 because everybody was uh sort of exploring a lot of things in their lives with uh, different meetup groups, different topics, right? Right. So now it's just, it's all online meetups. I guess. Mm, yeah, well, they have to be right now. Have to be yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So like everybody meets at Rocky Point. I'm sure that they were all uh, looking at the ice cream stand and wanting to have some ice cream before or after the meeting. Um, that's how it is at Rocky Point. But uh, um were there some triggers, some ideas that came up from somebody in particular, or you kind of already had something in your mind before you came there? Um, yeah, before we, we, we conducted the, the session, we did have an outline. It was actually quite structured, and there was a lot of you know, preparation that would go into it uh, in the beginning. Um, we always had a topic. I don't even remember. I think the first one was just a meet and greet. Let's see who's interested in this. 
And then from there, every week we would have a different topic. Um, and uh, yeah, but then the more, I think after, after about six months or a year of facilitating conscious connections, I just would end up like just showing up and being like, okay, let's all get together and let's see what comes up. And yeah, it was really, really amazing friendships were made from conscious mm -hmm. connections. And yeah, uh, so you said, are those people still there? The people that I met through conscious connections in the first year in 2015 are still in my life and are very good friends of mine. Um, so I'm excited because I'm actually going to be jumping back into Conscious Connections and helping that program. Um, and I look forward to the other friendships that will be formed from that experience. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so Conscious Connections program is what sort of led the foundation to sort of be, but uh, it's still there. It's one of the, I guess, uh, pillars of uh, the Low Entropy Foundation. But I'm going to sort of, just take keep it like on track on by what you were saying um you know when something starts with a group there's lots of ideas i always say sometimes there's too many cooks in the kitchen <laughs> or sometimes when people come to learn a recipe uh, they're shy or they lack confidence or they're more introverted so they want to listen more but i think all those things need somebody driving the passion so i can tell by what you said before in your life um the way it, the area you were in in your life and what you were searching for were you the only one driving that passion and then when you drove that passion i guess it was like a magnet and i'm only saying that because i used to be a teacher so i've seen that happen like transpire right in front of me yeah i feel like it was it was all of us driving it right because um because we were all passionate about it you know we were all showing up every week consistently meeting and then uh, i would say you know to jolanda for example hey like you're you're really great at what we call holding space um you could why don't you start facilitating one and so she she did and then she would facilitate um weekly and then you know then there was nadine and then haiti and um Shelby and they all ended up being facilitators. So they had that passion and they wanted to share it. So they would host and facilitate the sessions as well. So it was all of us working together. So you let you delegate it and let them lead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would delegate. I would I would suggest. I would uh suggest, you know, hey, right. this might be something that you could do. What do you think? And then they would, they would maybe if you reflect now something that they needed like uh, uh, they brought the idea or you saw that in them and then it was suggested, but it was like uh, like being on a diving board. They just got the encouragement to take the dive. Yeah, and you know, others suggesting to me as well. So it goes, it goes both ways mm -hmm. um, because after Conscious Connections, after about a year of that, someone suggested that I become a facilitator for a youth program. Um, and at the time, this youth program was called Success for Teens. I said, uh, sure, I think that sounds great. And then started um, working towards being a facilitator for Success for Teens. And after a couple of months, the person who was leading that program uh, had some personal things come up and couldn't lead it anymore. And so the group of us that was working towards making that an actual um, program in Canada, that 
was going to dissolve if somebody didn't say let's let's keep it going so nobody else said let's keep it going so i was like okay well i guess i'll say let's keep it going and then um took that program and she actually then suggested hey if you're going to take this program you should start a nonprofit in order to oh. move forward yeah so she made that suggestion and then i was like okay well how do i do that and so you know googled it looked into it um how you start is you get a board of directors together and then um yeah and then you just basically register online it's pretty straightforward so that's what we did some of the friends from conscious connections became the board of directors and then we we took that program we turned it into youth empowering youth oh wow that's uh just listening to that that human beings reacting and connecting like that's awesome that's awesome to me to, for to hear um i just want to sort of maybe i should say this that uh everybody listening we are in uh, the metro vancouver area of british columbia canada and you started at rocky point which was a suburb of metro vancouver port moody uh just so people get a an idea of where we're at and on this globe um so going back to that it's like i i, I can see all these ideas igniting and i was going to just lead to that question like how do we fund this how do we get this going um is everybody just going to volunteer their time the whole time or and then maybe uh raison d'etre like why are we here what are we trying to do with this thing or what was that coming to play more and more yeah i mean with the with the first few board meetings um we we did discuss how would we make this sustainable you know um but it was just a group of people who got together volunteering and uh we didn't really consider how how do we like start paying each ourselves <laughs> we never that never came up but what came up was you know if we yeah if we want to move um far if we want to go far with this and we will need to raise some revenue and how how could we do that and i remember in the beginning saying well i only wanted to apply for grants i never want to do fundraising i never want to ask people for money i don't like that we'll only apply for grants and i'm like there's tons of grants out there we'll just apply um so that is how we got our first amount of funding which was so small uh, we applied for the gaming grant i think we got like five thousand dollars or something mm -hmm. um so and then i i loaned low entry money and then eventually the next year the account's like you know you should just write that off as a donation because then it looks like you know the the charity is generating some revenue and so then yeah that ended up being a donation so it's funny because i said i'd never asked people for money but then i asked i guess i i gave money to low entropy and like from there now we do have fundraisers and now we do ask people for money mm -hmm. um but I think it's more of a reframing it like it's not asking people for money it's giving people an opportunity to really make a difference and that's that's what I was doing I was you know giving yeah I was contributing towards this amazing opportunity to 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 make a significant change in the world um and so I still continue obviously to, to give financially and um energetically to low entropy when you say give people an opportunity was that also giving people an opportunity? Like you said, you didn't want to fundraise, but I think asking volunteers to go and go through that experience, that's pretty valuable to some people going through that. Yeah, it's funny because it's it was hard for me to ask, and it still is hard for me to ask people to, to donate, to, to give money, because it's, again, it's a, it's a framework, right? It's a shift in my mentality, but 
to ask people to volunteer, that was never difficult because I didn't see it as, I see it as, yeah, that's, that's definitely, they're learning, they're growing. I gained so much through volunteering with low entropy, through you know facilitating conscious connections, taught me so much and helped me to, to secure the the careers that then branched off of from um facilitating then i was like oh i'm a facilitator because i've been doing this for a year so i can apply for work here and i can i can do this and then i started teaching and facilitating as my career um which paid the bills until i could you know, eventually move into this role as a full-time executive director so um because i saw how valuable that was i wanted to share that with other people and so as inviting people to volunteer and be a part of this i'm like yeah it could change your life it changed mine and, and so that's why it's easy to <laughs> to engage people and i guess mobilize people to to be part of the solution with us it's kind of also what the foundation has become when people put their hands up and said can i try that or can i do that um they learn or they get they gain some experience out of that are you finding oh, a totally. lot of results from that yeah yeah you're right that is kind of what we've become is this i love it too it's it's um kind of like this playground or this this place where people can come play and learn and have fun like try different things out you know if they have an idea we want to give them that space where they can they can really live that idea they can actualize that idea you know like recently we've had uh all our practicum students now coming and wanting to get experience and there was a couple who were in our an art therapy program and now they're going to start you know being facilitators of an art therapy program for low entropy because they can gain that experience they can try it out so it's a safe place to try new things knowing that you know you're not going to be totally critiqued or put down or judged really harshly, you know, you're going to be encouraged and supported and ultimately loved. And so people feel safe enough to try things out. Mm. So makes you feel good, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I can tell. Like it, no, everybody else listening, they probably can't see your face, but I can tell right now. <laughs> it's making you feel really good. That's, uh, and you started by wanting to help and growing this and it's your job now. Yeah. Yeah, I feel really grateful uh, for where I am right now. And it's, you know, it's not like, I don't know, it's nothing too spectacular. You know what I mean? Like I make a very average salary and I, it's not glamorous. It's, you know, running a charity. But, well, well uh, we're, we're not there yet, Vanessa. Like, I'm, <laughs> uh, like I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be too critical because I'm part of the foundation, but um, I want to help drive it for no other reason than I was raised to give and I didn't know where I wanted to give. And I used to always think that giving was just, well, nobody writes a check anymore, but you know, sending an e-transfer or uh, uh, donating some money, like it was always done that way for me. Right. Um, and I didn't find a space that I wanted to give my time, giving my time here, noticing the hiccups, noticing, the growth process we're not there yet i'll make the comment but it can be that i see it being that because everybody who's showing up is wanting to show up and they all seem to project a passion and i don't know maybe the listeners can't really see that right now but we usually meet a lot online so when you see the individual's face i'm you know these these things i notice quite a bit 
uh, I can see the sort of neurological, physical response out of them, right? And that many human beings coming together to put this collective and grow it, I don't see it anywhere but becoming great. Right now in your mind, maybe you don't see it great because we're still growing. I, I, I do. I, I think it is great what we're doing. I think it's pretty amazing that we get to give people opportunities to to learn and grow, right? Like that's that's ultimately why I, f- I feel like we're all here on this planet is to learn and to grow. That's why we're here. So we can create safe spaces for people to actualize their potential and, and learn and grow together. Then I feel like we're definitely aligned with, with purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I echo that and I, and I, I didn't, I didn't come with any preconceived notion. I just saw volunteer and I just saw what the foundation is and I wanted to give. And even now I'm, (laughs) I don't really ask for anything. I just, I always show up. I'm always showing up because I, I want to give, and it's not a hard thing for me with the foundation. So that's why, that's what I see echoed a lot, but I also see like, personal situations that come up for a lot of people. And then you see them sort of uh, uh, voicing uh, what they're trying to gain for their own growth. Right. And that's awesome too. And um, now we're at this point and we have four great programs for the foundation. Do you want to talk about like sort of solidify to the listeners, what those four great programs are and what maybe the future entails for them and also other ones? Sure, yeah. So um, just to also comment on a um, point that you made about wanting to help. Mm. Uh, so wanting to help, I feel like many of us have this, this intrinsic desire to want to help, to want to make a difference, to want to give back. And yet oftentimes we don't know how to do that. And that's that's what we are here for, our, our, our community, low entropy. We're here to give people those opportunities to actually make a difference. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to just, yeah, I'm going to interrupt there because I, I've heard this quote recently that the broken help the broken or the broken save the broken. And I'm not going to say that we're all just broken in half or anything like that, but they are the ones that exude that passion to allow others to feel saved. And even in the literal sense, at that point, if they need saving, we are the ones here to do that now. Absolutely. And we do that in many different ways. So the the different programs, um, obviously Conscious Connections and the Youth Empowering Youth, uh, then the Enlivening Coaching that you're part of, and of course, the the Care Project. So those are, those are just some of the programs that we have now, um, but we're open to, to flourishing in whatever way uh, comes into our path. So if there's other opportunities for us to, to, to help people, then we'll definitely um, be part of those opportunities. So for example, the, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So what I was gonna, what I was gonna say was the programs, I'll start with our my program, the program that I'm in, the Enliving Coaching. That's there to do what for people? That's there to provide the one-on-one support. So we have a lot of group sharing but not everybody is comfortable sharing in a group. And so Alive and Coaching gives people that space where they can really open up and, and be seen and be heard for who they are in that safe space of just meeting with one person. 
growing, helping somebody, cheerleading them to grow, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, the youth empowering youth. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, I mean, it's in the title, right? Youth empowering youth. So that's, that's what it is. Um, Youth go through a nine week program. And after that nine week program, they're then invited to become a facilitator of the next nine week program and teach what they've, they've learned from the program. Because oftentimes you learn more from teaching than you do from being a student. So they're helping youth stay on track or the youth achieve something or in an education kind of way, or just feel like they're part of a bigger community. What's yeah. What are they it, empowering the youth to do? It's very similar to conscious connections, except that there's more structure, right? So it's, you know, they, they commit for nine weeks every, every, uh, every week they, they meet and they go through different lessons, right? So every week it's um, a specific topic that they'll dive into, such as, you know, habits form your life, um, fail forward. Um, there's, you know, all these kind of cliche things, but it's, it's more than just the concept. It's actually about sharing your experience with these personal development topics and, and learning from each other and being able to articulate yourself in a way where people can receive what you're saying and they're not going to judge you for it. Um, so in that way, they, they empower each other. Yeah. I like when I, when I was a kid, uh, we had scouts. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish there was something like that, that, uh, uh, it's totally different because uh, the foundation is developing that because in the past, maybe scouts or girl guides or um, they weren't enough for uh, people growing up. That's amazing. To me, that's just that's amazing. And conscious connections is still there. That's for the more adult crowd or the crowd that's gone into adulthood and living through this life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... Uh that's for our peers right <laughs> hmm. yeah okay so simply like that just getting together and uh, um sharing philosophy sharing uh um growing yeah usually it's whatever you know resonates with you so i know when i was facilitating it uh, the 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 sessions that i would lead uh and guide and uh hold space for were reflections of my own life. So if I was going through a difficult relationship, I would host a session on relationships and then I would, we would learn from each other. People would share their experiences. I would share mine. We would all learn from each other. Um, and I feel that that's very similar to what's still happening. Uh, the facilitators share their personal experiences and learn from the others that show up. You know what? I also do... Uh, um content i contribute to content like questions a couple times a week on uh, the network um and i do it that way like you just said whatever kind of is flowing around comes up i don't beat myself up about it too much i just try to see i always try not to repeat a question but uh i i, I don't i see what's going on and then i try to sort of uh, humanize it see if others have also thought of this or or want to talk about it or share their opinion about it. So I ask a question according to what's uh, going on up here or what's happening in my life. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a cool way to do that. So it's uh, it's it's much bigger now, right? Conscious connections, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we have sessions every day now, uh, sometimes twice a day. And there's like 20 facilitators um, wow. and it's all online. So you have people from all over the world joining. Mm -hmm. And the last program, the fourth one. The CARE Project. Yes, incredible one. Yeah, yeah, CARE Project is, you know what it is. I mean, it's great because yes, we're we are helping families uh, with food insecurity, but that's just kind of the entry point. It's more, we're making these relationships with families in the community so that we can we can help them. And what I'm most excited about in that is the, again, it goes back to the opportunity. It's giving people in the community an opportunity to help their neighbors, right? Because yeah. so many people, they don't, they, don't, they don't know, oh, like this guy living down the street is struggling and he can't even put food on his table. I didn't know that. But if we come in and act as that kind of middleman saying, yeah, there's lots of people that are in that position. If you want to help, we can connect you with those people to help them. Um, so I feel like when people in the community are volunteering, they're giving back, they're making a difference, they feel good about themselves. And they, when somebody feels good about themselves, they have, they have more to give, right? They have yeah. more love to share. So it's, it's a win-win. Great, great. The, that's uh, an amazing one. So it's, it's like we have these four pillars. We are standing the foundation on these four pillars. Um, your wish or your your thoughts of the future, some more pillars popping up to even further strengthen the Low Entropy Foundation. You know, I really want to lower our entropy and have more, more systems in place. It's, yeah, I want to be more organized because um, we are growing quite a bit and uh i don't like seeing people fall through the cracks i know there's a lot of people who um come on board with us and maybe they don't have the support that they need yeah so that's rather than thinking about like all the awesome new things we can do which is fun to do but um i guess i'm more now in uh taking care of what we already have in order for us to, to grow more so i'm going to interject uh, selfishly as an enlivened coach and promoter of enlivened coaching, I, I think as a facilitator, as an executive director right now, you hate to see that, right? People fall through the cracks because they got stuff going on in their lives or they can't balance it or whatever the reason. So I'm going to suggest this every single time to you that whoever and whoever, and whenever they come into this program, I mean, the foundation and they are taking on duties. I think it's important for them to feel the enlivened coaching program so that they really narrow it down to what they're trying to get done or what they're going after so that they get that support because yeah, we're still building the foundation, still building the walls. You are wearing many hats. I can see. And I saw, I saw that stress, like our listeners right now, they don't see that on your face, but I do. So, and it, and it, it happens with leaders and it happens with, an executive director you're taking on a lot of hats because if somebody else can't do that you step in and then people fall through the cracks like you said so i'm going to suggest that a part of the foundation you're doing something for the foundation i think you need to go into the program and not to become a coach but be coached there's lots of capable coaches waiting and it happens from within we're all humans part of this community so when our volunteers are benefiting from the coaches in the program, the program is going to flourish outside our community because people will start saying like, wow, I didn't realize that was inside 
the foundation I was volunteering for. I was overwhelmed with the work that I was dealing with there and I didn't know what to do. So I had to bow out. But before that, Vanessa said, I think you need to be coached. And then I went to get coached and now I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Um, I, yeah, I, we need to definitely let more people know about it and make that choice if they want to receive the coaching. Um, is that is that what you're finding though when you say people fall through the crack? Yeah, I mean, what am I finding? Well, I just, yeah, just uh, what I mean by that is that it needs to be more organized because I'm always have people. There's just so many wires that get crossed and miscommunication, and I always chalk it up to well, it's a volunteer. They're all most people are volunteering, right? So you can't be too can't be too strict on what they're doing, but. Uh, that could just be an excuse yeah. trust me i feel you because I, I have to pause my management or executive mind a lot even in the program say hey what are you guys doing do you want to get fired <laughs> because i can't fire anybody right so i'm always like uh, no no no, i'm not here to fire i'm here to um listen and volunteer so yeah i hear that from you but that's why i think the coaching program might help because they have to also realize that in their mind yeah, you know, you're volunteering, but people are relying on you. As we're talking about this, I think that's what is so valuable about volunteering and working with volunteers is that it is like you learn how to live without expectations, right? So oftentimes we have we expect people to be a certain way. With volunteers, that expectation is is removed, and then it's kind of you, you learn how to accept people as they are. Oh, yeah. this person, you know, they they take a week to get back to my email when I send it. Okay, that's how they are. Oh, this person, oh, they get back like five minutes. Okay, that's how they are. And you just, you know, it's not good or bad. It's just everybody's different, right? Yeah. Where they're at in their life too, and how much passion they're bringing to the table at the time, and and how much life is getting in the way of them as well. All those things come to play with what you just said. Yeah, totally. So yeah, let's, uh, let's hear where you, I know you want to get more organized with the foundation and a leader, a facilitator, executive director, they always want to do that. They always want to make more structure and make it more something that's going to last and grow from the effort that they're putting in. Um, any wishes out there? Any, what, what do you want people that are listening to know about the foundation? Uh, we're here for you. <laughs> if you want any help or support with with mental health, with a safe space to just to talk and to meet really authentic and kind people, I think that's what stands out the most in our community is that we strive towards kindness. You know, we're all really wanting to treat each other with respect and compassion, and that's our vision. You know, to build a kinder gentler more compassionate world and, and we're we need to lead by example that's the only way we'll get there yeah yeah that's a great way to end it everybody listen out there um it's true you'll feel it when you come 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 in droves tell your friend tell your neighbor <laughs> uh programs here for you i think everybody out there you learned a lot from us talking to vanessa today and experience more by coming visiting the found low entropy foundation Search it up on Google it, find out, tell a friend, come explore, ask somebody to talk to you that is in the foundation and you'll get more out of it. Um, glad that you're all listening. Glad that you're a part of this. I hope to one day be 
podcasting for millions of you out there. Let's see where it goes. Right now, we're just uh, here, but we hope to be bigger. We have dreams. So thanks for listening.